Well-Being Creation. This is the Discipline of Freedom podcast with your host, Eilish Bichier. As a respected thought leader on the Discipline of Freedom that creates a spiral of success, we help you integrate the magical and practical, the seen and unseen, as you align your intentions with your actions to become a creative leader who creates real, tangible results. This practice is based on neural plasticity, psychology, epigenetics, and energetics, using the process of design thinking and the practice of Kundalini yogic science. Our goal is to normalize the practice of impactful action to empower you to lead your life by your design in order to realize the experiences, relationships, and manifestations that most align with who you are on your path to your self-realization and liberation. Part of our discipline of freedom process entails expanding beyond your limiting beliefs which operate in your subconscious. Therefore, by tuning into this podcast with conversations, solo shows, thought leaders, spiritual teachers, scientists, and those with spiral of success stories, you're beginning the process to access your imagination in order to see and feel that anything you can imagine is possible and to believe you deserve your desires. By listening, the process begins. So welcome back. Today we're going to talk about grace. But before we do it, let's feel it. Let's breathe into that space that in all of us, that we trust, that we know what we know. It's a space where we can let life dance, a space where we can surrender and just be. We let things go. That wise part of our being that hears and sees and feels the most outrageous things. And yet it can just sit in that space and smile. So this week, let's open with some words from Rupi Kaur. It was when I stopped searching for home within others and lifted the foundations of home within myself, I found there were no roots more intimate than those between a mind and body that have decided to be whole. I found there were no roots more intimate than those between a mind and body that have decided to be whole. So last week I was speaking with a very graceful man. Without prompting, throughout during our conversation, he said, oh, Grace, that's hard. And like all things, it is and it isn't. It's our natural state. It's the baby that lies in the crib, amused, entertained, giggling, looking at nothing and taking everything in checking out its toes and its fingers. Fascinated. So grace is beyond control and fear. It just is. Where there's grace, there's no interference 
no gap between two people, no hidden agenda. A rare thing to find. And yet it is a very worthy pursuit. We all want grace. We want to be graceful. Yet so few of us can master it. It's all in and it's truly unattached. It's pure, it's power, it's presence. It's forgiving, it's curious, it's non-judgmental. And to cultivate this trait, one needs awareness of one's shadow and to have owned it. One needs integration of the anima and animus that we spoke about in divinity. Integration of the shadow. You need to be aware of how your, in- your actions impact others. Become empathetic and thoughtful. So when you meet or interact with others, to be graceful, you enter the conversation with an open mind, an open heart, with no hidden agenda, no secrets, no power plays. You wear no mask. And by doing this, you allow others to drop theirs. So let's review our journey thus far to grace. So we first covered the first step as commitment. And in every life you're meant to commit. And that's why it's commitment. Kind of makes sense when you break it down like that, doesn't it? And this gives you character. Character is when all your characteristics, your facets, your flaws, and your facts are under your control. Now, it takes a while for us to form and shape our character. We need to know our values. But when we do, when we're clear on who we are and we own it, so we're owning our past, we're truly in our present, and we are moving towards our future, but we're not bringing our past with us. So in this space when, you know, our character is well set and we're doing it, your being and doing nature, your yin and your yang, your masculine and feminine are all balanced. And this gives you dignity. But of course, this is a long journey. You know, we begin to test out the behaviors of the values that we want to grow into. And when we have dignity, people start trusting you. They liking you, respecting you, because you have character. They can see what your character is. And they see you walking your talk. You may still be doubting yourself at times, but you're well on your way to becoming your future self. You're well on your way to living into the brand that you want to become, the reputation you want to have. You're living your values and consequently, you're building a reputation of a person of value. So dignity moves you into the space of divinity. And divinity is when people have no duality about you. They trust you right away. There's no fear about you. They feel you are who you say you are. And divinity gives you grace. So now we're back to grace. So once more with grace, there's no interference, no gap between two people, no hidden agenda, no secrets. Let's say that again. With grace, there's no interference, no gap between two people. There's no, you know, history. There's no um, weighty bag of blocks, beliefs. There's no hidden agenda. You just are who you are. And grace gives you the power to sacrifice, which we'll talk about next week. So 
let's bring it back to tangible circumstances and context so you can see how you can apply this in your life as a creative leader and as an entrepreneur. And once more, we're going to use the principles, the guiding principles of the the yamas and the yamas. So this is a way of illustrating how you can embody grace and how you can harness them through the principles of the yamas and the yamas. And this will lead to your freedom, to your success, your fulfillment and your meaning. Because there's no point in having success without really feeling that deep satisfaction and that, that you're leading a meaningful life. So let's go to Ahimsa first, which is the nonviolence. So when you are, and this is towards yourself and towards others. So when you're a successful entrepreneur, creative leader, there are real, like, tangible pressures of maintaining a polished image, a brand while excelling in what's often a competitive environment. So infusing your actions and intentions with kindness and compassion. And that's got to be super intentional. And it's a practice. It helps you stand out as you maintain poise under pressure. You have the power of presence, while those around you may be losing their cool. You know that true grace stems from treating yourself and others with respect and understanding. You know that circumstances are neutral. And you know that you will wait and respond rather than react. You don't enter the drama. You're riding the wave of balancing the demands of looking good feeling good and doing good. You know your values and you're living by them. You foster a supportive and inclusive environment, uplifting those around you by being a role model for prioritizing your own well-being. How often do we not see that in leaders? You know what serves you and you are honoring what serves you. You're prioritizing your needs because you know that when you prioritize your own needs that you can be in greater service to others. So next up is satya and truthfulness. So honesty and authenticity form the backbone of all your endeavors. You lead by embracing the power of clear communication in your work and in your personal interactions. By communicating your ideas, your opinions, and your intentions with real and true transparency, you cultivate a reputation that's built on integrity and trust. And you're also developing this deep self-trust in yourself. Through your commitment to satya, to truthfulness, you forge meaningful connections with clients, collaborators, and yourself paving the way for ongoing success in environments that are traditionally rife with burnout and ageism. And this is deep grace. You're role modeling something that's not often seen in these environments. And people will really respect you for this. So the next one is Astea and and in highly competitive environments and landscapes. 
you're navigating the demands of success while adhering to the principles of integrity, of non-stealing, of asteia. You understand that abundance is an inside-out practice. That first you feel you have more than enough and you are playing with an attitude of generosity. You are giving and serving from an already full cup. So you're sharing your knowledge and your wisdom and creating your own unique contributions which create this deep satisfaction, freedom and long-term success as you're building your reputation and your brand legacy. So this is, you know, living the life that you love while you're building the brand legacy that you're proud to grow and evolve into. You shun unethical practices and actively and consistently acknowledge the intellectual property and ideas of others. So by valuing the collaborative and co-creative nature of the work you do, you practice fair play and ethical conduct. And this just further enhances your reputation and makes you a sought-after role model in your industry. You'll be known for delivering excellence while demonstrating the principles of grace. And of course, this all requires self-discipline, self-restraint, which is brahmacharya. Amidst the fast-paced nature of your industry, you embrace the essence of this to find balance by sustaining your physical, mental, and spiritual energy. You recognize the importance of a daily practice to set up your day, and you consciously assign tasks to suit your energy thereby conserving it with clear boundaries in place to avoid burnout. By nurturing your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being, you tap into your creative potential and you achieve ongoing success. You value the practice and discipline of accessing your imagination to channel new ideas and innovative solutions. Embracing self-discipline adhering to your practice, developing self-mastery. You optimize your productivity and maintain a harmonious equilibrium between looking good, feeling good, and doing your great work. You're committed to your evolution and growth, and you honor your vision, your mission, by cultivating a sincere and co-creative relationship with the mystical and material realms. You understand the connection between the magical and the practical, and you work with both. You're not caught in this linear world. As you meet the challenges, (laughs) the inevitable challenges of life, personally and professionally, you gracefully embrace the principle of parigraha, which is non-attachment. While striving for excellence and pursuing your goals, you consciously cultivate non-attachment to external validation and outcomes. Of course you enjoy it, but it doesn't 
change who you are and you're not dependent on it. You're living by your own values and you're setting your own standards. By letting go of this need for constant recognition, putting your hand up, hoping that somebody's going to tell you how great you are, and while you're not, and foregoing being at the whim of others' approval, you can embrace the present moment. You can be fully in and find freedom and fulfillment in the process of the project while you're evolving and growing. This mindset allows you to channel your energy into greater creative endeavors, making a meaningful impact and finding profound purpose beyond the trappings of external success. And of course you can enjoy all the material fruits of your labor without making the mistake of thinking that they are who you are. So navigating a highly competitive compare-contrast world, you'll find immense joy in your contribution and impact. You know that it is in the giving that you receive. And you know that you're liberated because you're not in the space where your identity is attached to a particular status, to a particular title. You embody grace by practicing these principles. And on the journey to happiness, you've struck this beautiful balance between looking good, feeling good, and doing great work. So journeying from committing to your future self, which is where we started, practicing the behaviors that this person embodies has given you the dignity to dive into your own divinity and own it and embody the grace of someone who has earned the freedom and success, the fulfillment and deep meaning in your life and work. You're a shining example of the transformative power of living in alignment with your true nature. And you know what this gives you. It gives you the power to sacrifice, which we'll talk about next week. And don't be put off by the word sacrifice. Sacrifice is like deciding. It's like choosing one thing over another. It's using your discernment to choose what you commit to. And then being willing to go on the adventure, to go on the journey, for to see that through. So while you're waiting for that episode, I wish you deep grace as you explore and discover the power of the expansive energy that is Jupiter and Taurus. And this is the perfect time to be speaking about grace. Now, Jupiter in Taurus wants you to explore pleasure through all of your senses. It invites you to apply your knowledge, giving you experiential, embodied wisdom. Taurus's root and sacral chakra is asking you to build the foundations for the realization of your long-term goals. Jupiter has a 12-year cycle. Last year it was in Aries, which is the house of self. So you were taking actions to create your self-respect and self-esteem. Getting clear on your identity. Now in Taurus, it asks, what does that self that you've created value? And how will you create them in a sustainable and self-nurturing and pleasurable way? Not rushing. 
patience pays. There is deep power in presence. So it wants you to connect with the earth, with nature and praise and embrace who you and what you are. Allow the expansive energy of Jupiter, which is that benefic planet, to amplify your incarnate needs for health, wealth, pleasure and pure desire. So this is life force energy. It's vitality. It's got humor. It's playful. It's raw and it's real. It wants to touch. It wants to feel. It wants to smell. It wants to taste. It wants to hear. It wants to see. It's full of wonder and wildness. So remember that Taurus is a fixed sign. It's a fixed sign energy. Fixed signs want stability. Anything can be birthed during this time. So I want you to intentionally plant your seeds well with this Taurus new moon on May 20th, which is happening in a couple of days' time. So they can root and shoot with this amplified, benefic, Jupiterian power. What we want to do is create foundations, create roots. And remember that the seed has to crack. It roots into the ground as it shoots above the ground. And it can only grow above the ground, so you can only realize it with the power and the strength that is also happening beneath the earth. This is why it's an inside-out job. This is why I'm so passionate about having a daily practice for it to clear your energy, for it to increase your life force energy, to strengthen your nervous system. So please enjoy and thank you for listening. And here's how you can help others love the life they're living while building the legacy that they're proud to grow into. And please plant beautiful seeds this new moon. Ground them in a society that is really searching for guidelines, for you know its own morals, its own ethics, its own values, where we have the power and the freedom and the sovereignty to choose how it is we'll go about our lives. So please share and review, because wouldn't it be behaved with grace? And I'll see you next week. Enjoy. There are two ways to work with me. You can join my Moon Deck, which is a bi-monthly offering to work with the lunar cycles, our book, An Astro Blueprint Session, to explore my one-to-one coaching, to give you insight into what makes you uniquely you, and how to work with that to create more success and freedom in your life and work by your design, and how to work with the rhythms, cycles, and the energies of the year. You can find out more on my website, eilishbouchier.com. Thank you for listening. The music is by Aode that you can find on Spotify and Apple Music. This track is called Yesterday's Freedom.